Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So there's no two ways about it. Today is an ugly day in America's history. So let's tend to our justice wounds and talk about what we the people are going to do about it. Because in the fight for justice, as Al Pacino would say, we're just getting warmed up. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So, the Senate voted to acquit Donald Trump today, found him not guilty, even though he incited an insurrection, he launched his angry mob on the U.S. Capitol, he told them to go down there and fight, 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 and stop what was going on in that building, certifying Joe Biden's election win, he told them to get down there and stop it, And they did with deadly consequences. Everyone is in agreement. Donald Trump did that. But only 57 politicians voted to convict him. 43 found him not guilty of inciting the insurrection on January 6th. And of course, it takes two-thirds to convict somebody in a Senate impeachment trial. So he was acquitted, found not guilty. And here's what those 43 Republicans who voted not guilty have done. They have announced to every future president that what Donald Trump did on January 6th was A-OK with them. Any future president can do what Donald Trump did on January 6th and get away with it, including Donald Trump himself in the event he's elected again, because those 43 Republicans said, we are not going to prohibit Donald Trump from seeking public office in the future. That's what those 43 Republicans did. They decided the case in favor of a deadly insurrection and they announced to future presidents they can do it again in the future. Let's turn to Mitch McConnell, because did you see his speech? After he voted not guilty, Mitch McConnell stood in front of the cameras, massaging his own guilty conscience. And it was ugly. Mitch McConnell said, Donald Trump did this. He launched this insurrection. People died. He had no right. He said Donald Trump should be prosecuted. But Mitch McConnell said, I'm going to vote not guilty because I don't think we can have an impeachment trial in the Senate if the president has left 
office. So he took the jurisdictional out. That was how he weaseled out of voting guilty. He basically found a technicality, and it was a false technicality, and we can get into that in later videos, because every time the Senate has confronted this issue in our nation's history, they have ruled that we can have an impeachment trial even after somebody has left office. So his jurisdictional out wasn't even in good faith. It was false. But that's how Mitch McConnell weaseled out of it while massaging his own guilty conscience in front of the American people and saying, Donald Trump is really guilty and he should be prosecuted, but I couldn't vote guilty because of this jurisdictional technicality. Folks, please follow the bouncing corruption here because this is what Mitch McConnell did. Remember, Mitch McConnell was the one who said, I will not start the impeachment trial in the Senate until after Donald Trump leaves office. And then Mitch McConnell says, because Donald Trump had already left office, by the time we got around to the Senate trial, gosh, I'd love to vote guilty, but I just can't because he's not in office anymore. This is what Mitch McConnell did in effect. Let's assume Donald Trump was wanted for a bank robbery. And let's assume Mitch McConnell took Donald Trump and hid him out in his basement. Now, there's this thing called the statute of limitations. If you're not familiar with it, it just means that you have to bring somebody to trial. You have to prosecute them within five years of the date they committed the crime. So when five years and one day passes, you can't prosecute the, the bank robber because the clock has run out. The time has expired. The statute of limitations expires and it prohibits a prosecution. This is just like Mitch McConnell taking Donald Trump, hiding him out in his basement for five years and one day, and then offering him up and saying, oh, it would be great if he could be prosecuted for the bank robbery, but the statute of limitations has expired. The clock has run out. That's what Mitch McConnell did. He orchestrated this injustice. Make no mistake about it. This injustice was a Mitch McConnell production. Just as Mitch McConnell proudly declares himself the grim reaper of legislation, where all bills passed by the House of Representatives go to die in Mitch McConnell's legislative graveyard, and I'm the grim reaper. Well, Mitch McConnell is also the grim reaper of justice. Mitch McConnell is where political justice goes to die. And today, the political process failed the American people. It failed our democracy badly. But all hope is not lost. And folks, I actually feel strangely energized despite or maybe because of this result, this unjust despicable result that makes us the laughingstock of the world and endangers our democracy moving forward because other presidents can do this all over again. Here's why I'm energized. Because impeachment is a political process. It's a show, right? It's a circus. It has nothing to do with a trial. It has nothing to do with accountability for one's crimes. It's a political event. 
There's only one place justice can be achieved. In the courts. So here's where we are. The Department of Justice, headed up soon, hopefully by Merrick Garland, who's the right man for the moment, the Department of Justice needs to step up and show a real allegiance and fidelity to the rule of law because Donald Trump has committed so many crimes, as have his family members and his cabinet members, the Bill Bars, the Mike Pompeos, the Rudy Giuliani's, the Don Juniors, the Jared Kushner's. They now must be held accountable in a court of law. They must be, right? So the Department of Justice and the courts now have the singular, singular opportunity to hold these people accountable for their crimes. And not just the Department of Justice and our federal courts, but all 50 states, all 50 state attorneys general, prosecutorial offices in all 50 states now have the opportunity. The decks have been cleared. Impeachment, the show is over. And now accountability must be undertaken. So let me tip my hand for tomorrow's video because one thing that we are urging all 50 states to do is open criminal investigations into preventable, avoidable coronavirus deaths in their states. We've drafted a letter. We've finalized it. It will be going live tomorrow. And I will provide you a link where you can go read it. And if you're inclined, sign it. Sign the petition. It's a short page and a half letter and it urges all 50 state attorneys general to use their prosecutorial resources to investigate the preventable, the avoidable coronavirus deaths in their states. We already have signatories, citizens from all 50 states, frankly, in the thousands. And we're going to open it up tomorrow for everyone to consider. And if you want to add your name, and if you want to say, you know what, Donald Trump did lie to us, and we know this courtesy of the Bob Woodward tapes, he did lie to us about the danger of the coronavirus, about how easily it was transmitted, and how easily we could prevent transmission by simply wearing masks, and he lied to us. And as he lied to us, Mike Pence, the head of the coronavirus task force, remained silent, didn't correct Donald Trump's lies. And Jared Kushner said, let it run wild through the states because it's impacting the blue states more severely than the red states. Folks, I was a homicide prosecutor for 22 of my 30 years. I know my way around a murder case. These men have criminal liability. And all that needs to be done is the 50 state attorneys general need to get after it need to fully, fairly, aggressively, and apolitically investigate the preventable coronavirus deaths in their states. And the other good news, folks, is we've already got states going after Donald Trump with criminal investigations. We've got Georgia for election fraud, right? And it couldn't be an easier case to prove because it is on tape. It's in a recorded call. It's a crime under the Georgia state laws to solicit interference in an election. Solicit an election official in Georgia 
to change the vote count. Donald Trump did it on tape. Case closed. Guilty. And Georgia is getting after it. We've got the criminal investigation up and running in New York, and hopefully that will come to fruition with criminal charges. Folks, justice must come. And it was never going to come at the hands of politicians. Certainly not the, um, the unpatriotic, weak, scared, frail, submissive Republicans in the Senate. No, it will come courtesy of us. Courtesy of us insisting that our law enforcement officials, both state and federal, have a real allegiance, a real fidelity to the rule of law. And they investigate and they indict and they prosecute. That's where we must now go. Because justice matters. Folks, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I really look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.